0: boy podcast where we're champions of the common man i'm your host buster caballero thanks for tuning in we sit down with certified good old boys and discuss how they're doing life how they're getting by their tips their tricks and getting down to the how to live life right by good old boy standards so sit back relax fix your cocktail and let's get to the show All right, all my good old boys out there, we are back in the studio today, and my guest, Mr. Jack Falkman, or how how do you say it, Falkman? Falkman. Falkman. Yeah. Just back from uh, Costa Rica, was it? Yeah. How was that trip, man? It was
1: awesome. We went uh, from Thursday to Monday, and uh, it was my son's Christmas present. My son's 12, and uh, we quit giving him so much stuff at 10, so we started giving him trips for Christmas, so...
0: Wow, how long ago have y'all? How long have y'all been doing that? Since he was ten. Since he was ten. So where'd y'all go the year before?
1: So last year we went to the Grand Canyon, and uh, that was that was good. And then uh, and then and, uh, Hoover Dam, of course. We flew into Vegas yeah. and drove over. And then uh, the year before we went to uh, the Maya Riviera. Nice. So he he likes the uh, the Mexican and, and Caribbean trips. He he. Uh, <laughs> he's like, this is nice, we should stay here. I was like, yeah, we should.
0: Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Is, is he your only one? Or? Yeah. All right.
1: Only one I claim.
0: Well, <laughs> a few more might pop up. <laughs> right. Right. All right. So Jack, you are by trade a chiropractor, right? Yep. Yes. Right. How long,
1: how'd you get into that? Where'd you? So I grew up in Pennsylvania, and I was a, uh, a Yankee. Yes, but I've been here almost <laughs> half my life now. So so I grew up in uh, Western Pennsylvania. Played football, ran track, and my when I was 15, I threw my hip out of place or thought, that's what I thought I did, and went to the um, pediatrician, and they took x-rays, and they said, well, there's nothing broke, or no fracture, no tumor, so uh, your track season's over, I was, and I was pretty fast for a 15-year-old. You're like the white Bo Jackson, yes. huh? Yeah, and uh, so my mother finally took me two weeks later. I was a middle child, so I didn't get a lot of attention, so I went uh that shot. was my
0: little my yeah. middle child crying right there this year we didn't give him any. yeah you
1: have to be bleeding or uh or unconscious to get any attention so uh my mother finally took me to a chiropractor my great-grandfather was a chiropractor but i never knew him he passed away before i was born but he took me to she took me one of his buddies who was a, like a 90 year old man who's about 90 pounds and he put me on my side and, you know here's what's wrong and uh popped me and I saw he hit me so hard. I saw stars. Really? Yeah. Di- different way of doing things, but I got up and I. Was, and he goes, "Okay, squat down." And I said, "That's what I want to do." So that was my path from 15 years old. But of course, it's not a straight path. No. Nah. So uh, uh, I went to college, played football, I was running back. Where at? Gannon University. Okay. It's uh, in uh, Erie, Pennsylvania, it's Division Two. Uh, started all four years. Didn't get redshirted. And that was 1992, 93, and my path was if I was ca- talked into if I like to manipulate. Why don't I be an osteopath, a DO, because they're more in the medical mainstream and they learn how to ma- manipulate as well. So I enrolled in a program when I was in minor graduate, and I was supposed to go my fourth year to Philadelphia to go to osteopathic school. Mm-hmm. But politics. Change that? How so? Hillary Clinton got well. Bill Clinton got elected.
0: Okay. Ninety-two.
1: So, and maybe people don't know this, but I was doing hospital rotations, as many in our generation were doing that at the time in that major, and Hillary Care was a real thing that was going to happen, and they were modeling off the Canadian system where you go to school for, you know, all these years, and you make eighty-five thousand dollars, and you have no debt. The Canadian system. Hillary's Hillary care was gonna be the same thing except that you still compiled debt.
0: So you, So it's just a flat like this is what you're gonna make. That's what
1: they were that that was a Canadian plan back then. Okay. So and, and so we did these rotations with these medical students and, 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 and uh, residents and fellows and attendings, and they're like, Why are you doing this? you this is a bad path. Mm-hmm. Um, so many in our generation didn't go to medical school for that for that reason so here you are your junior going to be a senior and you're scrambling to find you're going to be a biology major or chemistry major so you have to find out what am i going to do wait i don't have any job skills so um i got accepted to a um, molecular biology program at west virginia university um and studied that and to learn a job skill because i had none as a straight biology major so I learned how to work in a lab, mm-hmm. did all these things, got married to my first wife who was a chemical engineer and um, got placed in Southeast Ohio, Northwest West Virginia near Parkersburg, West Virginia. and there's nothing for a molecular biologist mm-hmm. biologist to do there. so I went around to the small colleges. we thought we'd be there for a year before she could assigned somewhere else. End up being four, but I ended up um, uh, talking to Marietta College in Marietta Ohio, and they said... Well, we don't have any positions in our lab, but what about uh, uh, you play college football and you're, on your resume? Why don't you go talk to the football coach? Football Head football coach was Gene Epley. He uh, had coached in Army. He would coached at Colorado, Utah. And he knew who I was because he grew up in the same area I did, but he mm-hmm. was 20 years older. But he, so he hired me on the spot. So I coached Division three college football for four years. Nice. And I got to go on the road and recruit and visit students at their homes and potential student-athletes in western Ohio and try to get them to come to a $25,000 school in 1994. Dang. But we had a good petroleum engineering program, so we got a lot of those kids. And it's mm-hmm. funny, all these years later, a lot of this the my athletes, this four or five of them in the Houston area, so we've all connected, and it's, it's been pretty, Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Nice. Because... So, We have that stuff going for us around here.
1: Yes. Yeah. So we end up. She got transferred. My ex-wife at the time got transferred down here, and I got a job, real job at a biotech firm, and was up in uh, near the medical center. And I was doing nine to five job in traffic. Mm -hmm. Did it for three years. As I can't do this. I can't do this for thirty more years. So I looked around and thought, well, if I go back to medical school, I'll be forty-four after the 12 years of training it would take to do sports medicine. Then I found out there's a chiropractic school in, to, in Pasadena. It's so a I, good one too, isn't it? It was, it, it, it has its issues, but okay. a lot of educational institutions have right now, but, um, it was at the time they had hospital rotations. It, I was all in, I was like, I can't believe it. There's only 14 schools in the country and growing yeah. up in Pennsylvania, I'd have to go to, I was going to, I was looking at national in Chicago or, uh, there's one in New York. So I was going to have to move anyway so that was a barrier that, that I didn't have here. Mm-hmm. So I found out about the school, went and visited, came home and told my wife at the time, hey, there's a chiropractic school right down the road. And she goes, oh, that's great. Can you do it part-time? Because we're not going to pay for you to go to school and and uh, not work. I was like, well, uh, and we had no kids, no debt. Yeah. And so she, I said, well, I can't get a job. It's a full-time. Yeah. Um. So I got a job. It was, at, a, it was a big career
0: pivot at that moment. Right. Huh? And
1: I said, Well, I'm going to do this. So she goes, Well, find a job with what you're doing, making what you're making now. And uh, crack dealer. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, almost, <laughs> no, that's a joke. Cal. Almost. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I actually got a job at uh, Riviana Foods at I 45 and 10 at a rice refinery. No.
0: Nice.
1: Checking rice in a lab. Okay. Eight, eight hours a day, five nights a week.
0: Oh, so you were you were the night shift there? Yes.
1: Well, outside I had to do that. Yeah, you It had was to eleven to seven. The day. So I'd go to I drive up to Houston in traffic. Well, no, without traffic, go to school all day, drive over to Pasadena go to school or work all night, go to school all day, and did that for three years, and uh, uh, that doesn't uh, bode well for a marriage. No, so got yeah. divorced with about a year left. It was good. it all worked out.
0: Uh now you're a single college guy. <laughs> yeah, that was that was
1: rough being 31 and uh, 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 single in Houston. Yeah, oh, you poor bastard. Oh, it was awful. And, uh, oh. with, and what, what year was that? That was 2001. Oh man, that was a good time. It was a great time. Oh, we had economy was
0: kind of good. You know, economy we, was good. It was
1: right after 911. Uh, yeah, but. Um, uh, it was it was it one of those sixty days divorces, you know, yeah. want this, you want this good. Well that's good. It was quick then. Wash your yeah, wash your hands. It was well there's no kids, there was no yeah. complications, no kids, just property. And yeah at that point I was happy to just to get have it over with and move uh-huh. on. But it was yeah, it was a it was a rough time. Uh but used to being up all night. Yeah. And So uh, now what do I do? Yes. So I quit my job with a lot of Right before I got served divorce papers, I quit my job just to focus on seeing patients the mm-hmm. last year of training. And um found myself, you know, I had money in my pocket from the from the divorce. But uh it's expensive seven nights a week out out on the trail.
0: Yeah. <laughs> happy hours are not that happy.
1: Well, you know? I found the happy hours that had food. Oh, ah, there you free, go. So that always helped out. But then, you know, the other stuff was was pretty rough. So uh I happened to be driving down, I lived in South Shore, I happened to be driving down 2094 and saw this sign in front of the Target they were building saying, hey, we're hiring 11 to 7 shift. $8 an hour, I'm like, hey, that'll save me some money. Man. <laughs> so I went and helped uh, the night shift there when they were setting up all the shelves and and doing all that kind of work. Um, yeah, that's cool. So I learned their logistics, I learned their... Um, uh, way of doing things and how the store is set up and why it's set up and what colors they're using. So from a business standpoint, I'm building my library yeah. of this is what I'm doing because in my general chiropractic business, you know, the, the larger percentage of the population are women. So mm-hmm. I see more women in general than men and men and women tend to stick to their practice plan. Why do you, why do you think that is? Um, because we don't, take care of us we're usually in denial and it has to be really hurting for us to come in where women will go you know what this isn't right i'm gonna go take care of it and you know guys are like i'm feeling better so I'm, I'm good i'm good yeah that's how i am but you don't yeah you don't have full range of motion of your shoulder yeah so it's not right yeah so but i actually need
0: to go because I, I i see dr lance do you mm-hmm. know her yeah yeah I, i've been going to her for a long time and uh she usually gets me straight and because I've got the lower back thing. And uh, <laughs> I, I was talking to someone the other day and I'm like, oh shit, I got to go. Like, just get adjusted and stuff like that. Yeah. And it, it's, <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. I, I'm basically like, I'm not going go to go the preventive route. I'm going right. to wait till I get jacked exactly. up from working in the yard. And
1: so. We do a lot more than just backs and necks. I do a lot of shoulders, elbows, knees, which is which brings in the, the sports medicine aspect of it. Uh-huh. And I actually did part of my training at um, Texas Chiropractic College at the time. I was selected to do a spine surgery rotation. So I scrubbed in and assisted in the back surgeries. And that really separated me from the ones who didn't get to do that because mm-hmm. I now can talk the lingo. I can. I know what this, what's going to happen if I can't help somebody with spine surgery. I know when... You know, we I just got an MRI f- back from a guy today. I've been seeing for a couple of weeks, it's not getting better. And uh, he had a herniated disc, and he I can't fix it a, mm. a 12 centimeter herniation, it's got to be cut out. But I have a lot of surgeons and and um, uh, orthopedics on my phone list so I can just call and say, Hey, I got a guy, can you see him now? Not in six weeks, yeah. So we get we get to expedite the services because I've established those, those uh, contacts. Over the years uh, that that's
0: that is I think it's a good starting route to go because yeah. uh, for me i I got diagnosed apparently with mild arthritis in my back, and yeah I'm like ah that sucks well, so, but going forward, it's like all right, what do I do what do i right. how do i how do I help that you know i'm thirty eight now right I'm not the young buck I once was, and you know put that guy down right. <laughs> So what, what are you seeing that, that – what's the number one thing you think, like since this is a good old boy podcast and for the guys out there, what, what are you seeing injuries mostly related to?
1: Uh, doing things not frequent that you think you can still do. <laughs> you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I put out 50 bags of mulch. What do you do for a day job? Uh, I sit behind a computer. Yeah, uh, Yeah.
0: It's getting that time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the accumulation of these injuries is not, you know, arthritis is nothing more than the body's reaction to bad biomechanics. Mm-hmm. Things aren't moving right. So, right. so the inflammation starts to calcify the tendons and ligaments. And then you look at the next train and go, oh my God, it's arthritis. Well, it's not that big a deal because if you can take the pressure off those things, it can resolve. Mm-hmm. Take the pressure off it by strengthening the core. Strengthening the the skeletal muscles, flexibility, pliability is a better word. What's the difference? Well, flexibility you're looking at you know full range of motion and things like that. Where pliability is, I want the tissue to to not be hard when I touch it. You know, like your IT band shouldn't be like a rock on the side of your leg. It should be, you should be able to push it and indent it. Okay. And if you can get that, then you get the flexibility. But pliability is a good place to start to begin with.
0: How do you how do you go about getting pliability? On your foam on roller,
1: your, lacrosse uh, ball, those kind of things. You know, yoga is not bad.
0: Asian Thai massages. Yes, <laughs> the legit ones. There, there's some kind <laughs> of. I was going to say there's some ones down the road. I
1: know that aren't. There are a few
0: around here. Yes, man, my favorite place. I I'm on my feet all day and everything, and uh, I'm in work boots all the time. I'm climbing up on scaffolding. I'm doing a lot of stuff. I'm out in the field. And my favorite place by Mister Sombrero. Was the foot reflexology place? That dude was awesome. He gets you feeling better in no time, and he's closed down. Yeah. So now you got a, all the sketchy ones. I know one other good one, bud.
1: Yeah. the um, I'm not a big proponent of massage and the feel good stuff. Uh, the things I do fix things. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, the old saying is hey, if it doesn't, if it doesn't, if it makes you feel better, go ahead and do it. But. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff out there is, uh, well, you know, like uh, Corey tonight, the mm-hmm. Astro, who got, got a yeah. rib, rib broken at home mm-hmm. by a masseuse. That and, really, ha- like, I, I heard he was on injured
0: reserve. Yeah. I didn't hear that's what happened. Yeah, a that's masseuse broke
1: the, his rib? Yes. You have a lot of practitioners Holy out there and, shit. and therapists that um, do things outside of their training or their or their education or their expertise. And you get a lot of things that spiral out of control um, and they do things that they shouldn't be doing. And it, it's happened before, so it'll happen again. Yeah. So.
0: There's always someone who thinks they're better than what they are. Right. Right. And it, it's kind of, I guess, in a way, the doctor, like when you go see a doctor and you walk in and you're like, hey, doc, I feel like this. Take this pill, do this, and you'll be better. Right. and boom, out because he's so confident
1: in what they do, what he does. Well, and that's, you know, my wife's a medical doctor. She's an infectious disease pediatrician at Texas Children's. Really? Yeah. That's and, interesting. Uh, yeah. And wow. many of them just follow a formulary. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a spreadsheet. And they go, okay, 37 male, uh, higher higher BMI than it should be, Mm -hmm. this, this, and this problem.
0: If you didn't catch that, uh, Jack (laughs) just called me fat. (laughs) I caught it. But please go ahead. But, but it
1: also reflects. I reflected <laughs> my, you back. My and- my, my pliability. <laughs> He's not pliable. <laughs> He's like well, a piece of well that's a nice thing to say when the BMI is a little high. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, and, and all of ours are, but uh, including my own. But yeah, uh, they just follow a formulary, and it's you know somebody goes into the medical doctor for low back pain. It's a muscle relaxer, anti-inflammatory, a steroid dose pack glass of scotch and boom you're good right. to go and, and what they tell you is well you should be better in 30 days if you're not come back well if your body if you let anything go with your body for 30 days it'll go okay this is a new normal yeah it's not fixed mm-hmm. it's just a new normal so now your threshold's higher that's why it kind of accumulates accumulates, accumulates something goes bad you take care of it mm-hmm. and you go you reset the baseline and you go back again yeah So
0: that's it's that's a good that's a good explanation i had a
1: patient come in this year earlier this year who i've been seeing his sons um probably 25 26 now so i've probably been seeing him for 16 years came in this year and he has his left foot's just dropping so he has no control of his of extensors on his forefoot and uh i've been telling him for years you need to get your course runner get your horse runner i'll see him a couple times a year he'll be better he won't listen and do the things I asked him to do, and you know, follows mm-hmm. the next year. So you know, sixteen years just go by, and finally comes in and, he, and it's bad. And I said, well, you know, Bill, this isn't good. This is bad. He's like, really? I was like, yeah. We need to get MRI right away. He had a huge herniation. Huge. Long story short, he had uh, about two more weeks before that would have been permanent on him. Oh damn! If he didn't get surgery by a neurosurgeon to take pressure off that nerve, but. I could. this was predictable.
0: Yeah. So, you can tell everybody what to do. Including myself. Right. I mean, yeah, I know I need to lower my BMI and I need to do all that stuff. But when it comes to something like this, I mean, I kind of wonder why, why not? Why, you know, and it's kind of sucks in a way, but what you gonna do? I mean, you can't, you can't hold the hand,
1: right? can I? Can't do it for you. Mm-hmm. So, like in my office, I have basically have a CrossFit gym in my office. Yeah, in I, I want to
0: come work out there one afternoon. Well, or are you well, doing well, it tomorrow? Tomorrow night, nine okay. o'clock. All right. Maybe a few, we,
1: there's a few guys here that go there, and we've we've had a good time, and we've.
0: Dude, thanks for opening that up to the no. to the fellas because I know they're probably enjoying it, and I I think that's just awesome that you're gonna do that for.
1: You well, know, I'm selfish. If I have to go open it up at nine o'clock, I'll do that.
0: Oh, you poor selfish Yes, bastard. So it makes me go. You, yeah. I'm in the same situation
1: <laughs> as the rest of you guys. Yeah, we all I get up early. I work all day. I come mm-hmm. home seven o'clock, get my son to bed at 12 by eight. Yeah. And then try to interact with the wife and you know how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> and then what do I do for the next four hours? You know, crack a beer. Yeah because (laughs) you shop on amazon (laughs) yeah buy buy stuff
0: okay i I gotta say something guys jack brought one of his toys over here and if you're if this gets if the video for this works out which uh right there we're we're gonna go over this thing and take a look at it because it is badass as y'all might know i used to be a firearms dealer
1: i did not know that
0: yeah i used to be a firearms dealer for about eight years what happened uh so i moved to texas and I, I was in louisiana and i had my business and i got really good at uh guys who were hunters who had like three of the same shotguns or rifles and i'd consolidate for them i'd find like all right this one's the best let's keep this one let's sell these and what do you really want And I'd take a cut and i'd sell it and buy, i'd sell them on auctions and then buy it what they wanted and did all that and i moved here and when i built this house like at my old house, I had my, I transferred my license there, no problem. Right. When I moved here, the ATF called the HOA, and the HOA was like, "Nope." Wow. And I know like five other guys that got denied in different neighborhoods. So apparent and so you know, I was on the board here, so I talked to the people. I'm like, "What's the deal with this?" And they said, basically, it came out in an HOA management thing one time about people running home firearm shops and how like something would happen and it would come back on the HOA for allowing it so their best thing was to deny it so but but I had slowed down a lot so I was like you know what I sent them all my information I'm like I'm good I'm done I got all the toys I wanted so right yeah yeah but we're gonna take a look at this thing so stay tuned because it's funny shit (laughs) Man, I like that. Uh, so yeah, but no, that's that's a hard thing for guys nowadays. Is the whole it's the whole moti- it's the motivation. Yeah, you know. Well, it's the discipline too. Yeah, you can be motivated any day of the week, but
1: the- well, one of the biggest things is um, you look at yourself in the mirror or a picture. Not so much in the mirror because you see that every day, but when you get a picture taken of you and it gets posted or something, you're like, "The fuck is that?" Yeah, you know
0: that happened to me recently and
1: you're like you know so you got to do something also i'll be 48 next week and you know i'm not on any medication Mm -hmm. uh you know i probably should be on some high blood pressure medication but not quite there yet and i don't want to sauna and meditate man i don't want to do that so you don't want to take the medicine or you don't want to sauna or meditate no i don't want to i'm not a meditator either i'm
0: but, ten, but, 10 minutes in the morning man apparently that's all you need yeah I'll fall asleep what about <laughs> what about a sauna uh that would be nice my dad just uh had a sauna put in at his place and it's uh you got room for it now since your shit burned down man, shit oh man you're, this guy's ho- <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. so but like you, you <laughs> dude you're funny as fuck when the shit that happens to you i, I gotta know. say uh but my dad got a sauna uh, and it's one of these ones he ordered off the internet. It showed up. They came and put it together and it's sitting on his back dock and on his back deck and it's like a four-person sauna. Nice. He's like, find me some robes and sauna gear and all yeah. this stuff. I'm like, please tell me you have not went out to the, because my dad's 75. Oh, he don't care. Oh, he just had back surgery like last year or maybe two years ago in February, in beginning of the year. And this guy's up and at him. He's like, I'm feeling good. I'm great. And his doctor told him like, Saunas are good for you. He bought a sauna.
1: Oh, yeah. And he just goes out there and does. It. He's like, I love it. So, and I'm. With, for my patients, I'll, I'll prescribe, you know, orthopedic rated mattresses, hot tubs a lot, and yeah. uh, saunas and things like that. And if it's medically necessary, you don't have to pay sales tax on it. So that's. We get people coming and and like, they'll see me one time and say, hey, can you write me a prescription? I was like, well, I can't really establish that yet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: come back in 30 days. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's amazing the things that, like, I, don't know, I was reading, uh, oh, God, who is it? Is it Ben Greenfield? And this guy's just, like, going after his body, where all the things that stimulate his body and how to make it better. And he's even talking about, like, ir lights on his testicles yep. to stimulate like all that shit
1: and i'm well, like we're meant to see we're meant to have light on us and in these days it's not um fluorescent light or led lights no it's it's natural sunlight and a lot of these uh ir devices will give you the a lot of the similar things so mm-hmm. so there is some merit to it but like anything a lot of these things are taken way overboard yeah um but yeah, the you know the biggest thing is just getting motivated for yourself because you can't, you know, mm-hmm. you can't say anything to your wife. If your wife says something to you it just start something, and then you know yeah. you have to you have to do it for you and then for everybody else. Yeah, you got to fill your cup first. But also, you know, you don't have two hours to work out anymore. You're not 25 or 24 years mm-hmm. old where you can go to 24 hour the fitness center and work out for two hours. You don't mm-hmm. have that luxury.
0: If I do it, I got to wake up at 4:30, 4:45, right. get over to the fitness center at five. Work out, come home, and then at any point between right now and that 5 o'clock, shit can pop off with my kids.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, the past couple of nights, me and my wife have been rotating, getting up at 12 with one kid and 3.30 with another. And and, that's hard.
1: Right. So Uh, Well, you're you're sleep deprived.
0: Yeah. Then you need sleep to help reduce stress. And I I watched a video this morning. Uh, I like to think with the iPhones, now they're waterproof. I got a little mount in my shower and I'll put on like a morning news or I try and get something informational on there. And it was all about the amount of stress and what it does to your body and uh, the fight or flight and kicks in the hypothalamus and all that stuff. And I'm like, man.
1: And we, we're seeing this in kids now. Look look around. When you see kids getting off the bus or kids at the stores, many of them are overweight. Yeah. And it's not just a little overweight. When I was growing up, there was one or two fat kids out of 30 kids in the class. Yeah. Now it's more than 50%. Yeah. And you see the same type of kids with their face in the, in the screen. Yeah. Um, and, you know, my wife sees it in the hospital. They see it, they these kids that are overweight. But the parents' like face are in the screen, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. We... uh You know, and when you have, when you're overweight, when your BMI is higher, at any age, you're more susceptible to sickness. You know, bacteria, Mm -hmm. viruses. You know, cancer. That's what
0: that's what this video was all this morning. I gotta send it to you so you can check it out. Uh, But it talks about that how at a certain point, you know, your body is just like in total flight or fight mode, and the the cells are just. The, your cellular structure is just basically not able right. to go through autophagy and and create new cells and healthier cells and all that yep. and it it's it, our society has fucked us.
1: Yeah.
0: We're set up to fail.
1: Yeah. We've we've made a conscious effort with our son and we're not perfect parents by any means but he doesn't get he has a flip phone. Yeah. Um, he doesn't get screen time. He got to play xbox today for a half hour because mm-hmm. my wife wasn't home yeah and i wasn't home yet so he called me and we put a lockdown on everything
0: you have all the parental controls yeah. and
1: all that well also you have to be able to trust him he's 12 so yeah there, there are ser- serious consequences if because if i see him with something he's not doing it's like okay no a week no mm-hmm. nothing no tv nothing yeah he hasn't seen we haven't had cable since he was alive Mm-hmm. So we, you know, we have the Amazon and all the other yeah. stuff, but he's not. We don't have this. cable either. He's not allowed to turn the television on. Yeah. So and he just knows that. And and
0: is he into sports or?
1: Yeah, he plays. He's runs track, uh, AAU track, and uh, plays football in the fall. He's in scouts still. So. Oh. So yeah, he's pretty active. Man, my little boy's
0: into baseball right now like crazy and they uh they just won the championship for double A machine pitch. Yeah. Uh first time they had done it. Uh shout out to Lou DeVila with Lou's Barbershop, who uh, was the coach of this team and the other coaches. Dude, we put these kids through the ringer. That's awesome. And they came out some champs. These little yeah. kids are I'm so I'm proud of these kids. I was at the uh, kindergarten graduation and I saw them all, the other, like just walking in the halls, and I was like,
1: like what up, champ? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big proponent of sports and being involved in something oh. and even scouts. Um, yeah, there's some, uh, some bad things going on with that right now, too. But, well,
0: let, man, I got to ask about that because uh, my wife you know, is like, we should get Pip involved in scouts. And I'm kind of like right now, and I know I know a couple of guys who are kids are in Scouts and everything, and they're like, oh, it's not really a big deal, but I don't think it's what it's supposed to be.
1: Well, if I could have done it again, we did Scouts all the way up. We said from second grade all the way through uh-huh. now, and if I could have done it again, I would have avoided um, Cub Scouts until blow age, which is nine, nine, ten. Because Before that, it's like arts and crafts, there's not much yeah. really going on, and, and it really turns the boys off. Um, now that he's in Boy Scouts, he, we, you can select troops, there's different troops, different nights. You have to select the one that goes with your personality, too. Yeah, we really wanted boy led, we wanted where the boys are allowed to. We needed a group to meet on Tuesday, and yeah, and just for our schedules. And uh, we chose one up off of um, El Dorado. Um, and uh, it's a, 848, uh, Boy Scouts 848, and they go they got some incredible trips. They go once a week, and every, mm-hmm. or once a month, they go do some kind of a camp out of merit. Okay. Not just camping out to camp out. they went We went to Enchanted Rock for spring break, um, and they have all their own climbing gear. They have all their own tents, very well organized. Um, There's about 100 kids in a the troop. There's about Dang. 50, 60 active at any time. But much better much different experience than I could Boy take Scouts. over a junior high. Yeah. <laughs> Boy Scouts and Cub Scouts and all these kids are athletes and it's not all my kind of people, but you know, you have to learn in life to get along with those other kind of yeah. people that aren't aren't in your in your line.
0: Yeah. I think that's what's good about putting yourself in sports and athletics and and being involved. Are you are you like a den no, father or whatever? No, no, are you no. just I don't got
1: time for any of that. Okay. But um I go on the trips and I'll be the medical person. Oh, there you go. Or my wife will go. Um, I mean, he's he's going to Colorado this year for a week. He went to um, some camp in Georgia last year for a week. Uh, They do some pretty cool stuff. They did uh, take the beach down in Corpus where they build obstacles like D Day and and they had little events and things and they go shoot guns and they shoot bows and they learn how to Mm. do it the proper way. So it's a good. It's a good little training for little men to become, you know, leaders later.
0: Is that right? A passage for them too, though. You got to get them out to to shoot bow and arrows and play gu- and learn about guns and, 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 and repelling and repelling yeah. and and getting dirty and getting damaged and getting dinged up and, and, and getting along
1: with your peers. Right. Without pa- without parents or adults right. around. Right. And that's
0: that is a very big thing nowadays, and especially with you know kids being on the internet all the time Uh, and that was one of the biggest things i loved about pip being on a baseball team uh he's done it the last couple of years and just watching him grow and interact with kids and this afternoon i got in and he was like i would really like to play baseball so i like called up a couple of the coaches and i was like hey are y'all in town we're gonna go and uh we're gonna go hit some balls and one of the guys like i'm not in town with my boys here you know and i'm like well i'll go get them Yeah, And we went out there and hit balls and had fun and, you know, just watching these kids talk and play and all. And it's, it's a big part of it, you know, that's, you know, but it, it has to be for the boys. Right. I'm sorry. Let the girls be the girls, let the boys be the boys and just let them go do their boy things. Right. Let them, I saw something. There are different things. Yeah. I saw something the other day where it's like, uh, this guy, his son, picked up a rock, and he threw it, and he was like, he was starting to get mad, and he's like, shit, that's what little boys do. They pick up rocks, and they throw them. Mm-hmm. He's like, I've picked up rocks and throw them, and, and man, I'm, I'd am i like to get my son involved in that, and I just, I think like what you're saying, like you got to find the right one. Right,
1: right. So. What, what mission is your, your personality? We We did youth football, and we went to a couple of teams, and they're not always your people, but you have to learn how yeah. to work with them, and and you know we're not going to quit a season so you're going to get through it and figure out a way yeah that's that's but yeah good. get them outside get them dirty that's right that's right we moved to this neighborhood five years ago we lived on on the on the lake in waterford harbor and uh we decided to sell it because we bought this house before we had any kids and mm-hmm. and uh, it was all retirees so we were like we need to get out of here yeah and go to a place that has a bunch of kids And we we picked this neighborhood because it was right by the village and we knew that when he got Mm -hmm. older he could just walk over to junior high and high school with our with our schedules. Moved in here and we have a bunch of kids on our street. Most don't go outside.
0: Yeah, that's
1: I found out a year ago that there were three kids next three teenagers in my in the house next to us. I thought there was one. Never saw them. I thought thought there was one. So it's just a different. it's way different world.
0: It is. It's
1: it's parents, too. It, it is. It's the parents, it, absolutely. It's not the kids. It's the parents who have decided to let the yeah. electronics and the television. Here's an iPhone. Here's an iPad. And I'm guilty of
0: that. I've, I've given it's my kids e- it's an It's easier. I- to I've given my kids an iPad. And, you know, when I should have shoved them outside and locked the door and said, figure it out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's all kinds of studies about it, it's that kids nowadays, the instant gratification and... Able to be satisfied, you know, from an iPad, from all that stuff. Where our generation, we had, we were bored. We had to go figure, figure something
1: out. out. Yeah. The uh, and we, I've seen this in the interaction with my son and these and a lot of other kids um, uh, dealing with things because, you know, his bicycle chain comes off and I go, fix it, fix it. I'll stand here and help you, but I'm not going to do it mm-hmm. for you. And these other kids. You know cry and take their bike home yeah so and then the other the other thing I noticed is these kids that you know playing Fortnite, and my son likes it but he gets a half hour a week yeah but they these kids are able to talk crap on there yeah but then they get in person they still talk crap and they you know put their hands on another one and then all of a sudden yeah it's not anonymous anymore it's not no <laughs> there's consequences for your actions you no. know man
0: I was having a uh, I was having a discussion with a guy today at lunch and And uh, we were talking about a situation that he was in. And it it came to the fact that there was a guy there, an older guy, who was kind of a little dominating and all this stuff. And I was like, he had had an experience with him, and he was going to be at this function with him. And uh, I I was like, well, how did it go? He goes, he didn't say shit. I said, because he's not going to. I was like, who did he, before talk shit to and this is an adult and you can kind of see this in kids but kids don't right now they're kids that they are at they don't understand this social construct and we've taken it away yep to where somebody's gonna punch you in the eye because i told i told my buddy i was like look here's the thing this guy's probably used to having people work under him and he's used to being a he probably had some problems where he now he's at a position of authority where he can he can be a little rougher and he could be a little more demanding and mean and people are just going to do it and they're going to take it. But he will never do that to someone who he does not have the authority over because someone else will punch that motherfucker right.
1: in the eye. Absolutely. And these kids don't get it yet.
0: No. And, and like I told him, I was like, you know, everybody wants to be a gangster until it's time to do gangster shit. Right. You know. Right. Uh, when it's time to, to get your hands dirty or something like that, there are those guys who will not do that and then it's the ones who are like I don't need to say shit to you right those are the guys you worry about right and with kids nowadays these kids have free range to do all that and say, not get and to checked say whatever the, and say whatever they want and not get checked by an adult by right. a teacher by a police officer by shit back in my day I'd run across a cop and we'd be we did some stupid shit absolutely We'd, we'd have the cops there and, uh, you know it wasn't anything bad but it was like you know we were running across fields and stuff like that and the cops would get call we'd be we'd have to sit there and take it and do all that and we knew that was. Sorry, nowadays it's pull out your phone this guy's going to shoot me and all of a sudden you know, it, yeah
1: it's crazy shit and you know you raise your child to say and, you know you don't you don't ever hit anybody yeah but you let them take martial arts and wrestling Mm-hmm and and then he has, he's equipped to do something if yeah if need be. And, uh, my son goes to science magnet in his first week, uh, to the, you know, he's a sixth grader. So these seven, eighth graders like to, yeah like to try to be bullies. And they, a couple of them were pushing him in the locker and everything. And, um, he, uh, knocked them both down and he's not a big kid. He's not, a, and he's not a bully, he's, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, so they all went to the principal and the story was mm-hmm. that somehow they that you know he fell into them that was the story that they all had mm-hmm. except it was on video
0: oh, damn! <laughs> so that's the other thing everything's yes. on video yeah.
1: nowadays yeah and so he got they all got one day or he they uh-huh. the kids they got three <laughs> he got one and uh my wife was uh, horrified and i'm like good first week good
0: yeah <laughs> Take out the biggest uh, guy, right?
1: And uh, and they were they're were all nerds. They're all science man kids. It was but he said I didn't throw a punch. I said I know you didn't throw a punch, but you lied about the video about what happened. Yeah, I said don't lie. Yeah, you're not in trouble for it for for defending yourself. You're in trouble for lying. Mm-hmm. So he didn't see a video or anything. Yeah, for a month I think.
0: Is he in a like? Karate or... Not right
1: now. I need to get him... I want to get him back into wrestling. Okay. Because everything goes to the ground.
0: Yeah. I think wrestling... Things like wrestling, I want yeah. to get I want to get my boys into jujitsu. jitsu yeah.
1: There's a good little program... Uh, Vichy Wrestling over on um, Highway 3. They've moved a couple times. My brother-in-law... Actually, my wife's brother moved down here... About 12 years ago from New Jersey. And he was a wrestling and football coach at Lake. Then he went to Creek. And he was a wrestling coach at Creek for a couple years. And then he went to Brook as an assistant principal... He actually just got named this week as the CCISD Safe School Administrator, so he's in charge of all the security for all the schools now. Damn! But uh,
0: not but an he, easy task.
1: No, uh, it should be pretty challenging for him. Yeah, forty-five thousand kids or something like that. Mm. But they they had a, a police officer or a military guy in charge of that, mm-hmm. and they needed somebody who knew the schools, not yeah. So they they kind of made a change what they've been doing in the past, but yeah. But he's a he he's coach wrestling and, and and yeah and uh, it's good for boys and girls because girls wrestling now too in high school. But there's mm-hmm. no junior high feeder, so you have to
0: you got to start at
1: start him at, at ninth grade or start them a little bit early. And I don't know if he'll be a wrestler or not, but I just want him to do it because mm-hmm. toughness. And yeah. my son is just as guilty as the next kid about not being as tough as. Yeah. He doesn't have the diversity that I had or my wife had growing right. up, you know, of or, us, or Most no. of us had.
0: Yeah, my boy he uh, he he's a big he's a big kid. He's 6, but he's big. And he looks like he'd be 7 or 8. And it's funny cuz we'll be like at the ball field and some other kids will come around and I'm like and some kids like talking to him. I remember this and the kid was like, "How old are you?" And he's like, "I'm 6." He goes, "No you're not." I go, you know, I told him, I was like, yeah, that kid's six. He's bigger than you, dude.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, for baseball, I was trying to teach him the uh, that if someone's standing on your base, you run him over. And he was, and so I like got in front of him. I'm like, dude, I want you to just run to me. Run into me. Come on. Right. And he started crying because he was like, I don't want to hurt you, dad. I don't want to hurt my I was like, dude, you're going to be okay. Right. And something happened in one game where he's coming in and i'll show you the video he's coming in from third to home and the catcher was on the base and he ran over him nice and that poor catcher he that catcher went to the ground crying that poor kid he just got up touched the base and walked off and then i after so I was like you did right. That's what you're supposed to. So did, did, how do you did feel about did, this? How
1: did you act when he when that happened? <laughs> Honestly,
0: yeah, I was,
1: I'm I was i sure you were surprised so, but, but well, on the outside, what did you do?
0: <laughs> I, it's on video, and I'm screaming at him after he runs into the kid. Touch the base, touch the base, yeah. and he did it. And I was like, "Good job!" And walking up, get hustling in the dugout. And I was, I tried and held it together because I was playing pitcher. And uh, afterwards, I was I was excited yeah. about it and then Alex was like how did that feel and he goes it didn't hurt i was like it's not going to hurt but that guy was in your way this is sports run yeah. him over
1: it's a competition he didn't he asked and
0: him this either. is a 6 year old Yeah. but you if i want him to start, so we're playing in the championship game first baseman is on first base he hits and it kicked in again he ran him
1: over nice well and the other kid need to learn the rules. Yeah, that's that's Your the thing in these game. sports,
0: these these sports, and I'm going to do a whole episode on this one. Uh, it's about teaching these kids. You know, like, hey, look, you got to as coaches, you got to teach these kids the fundamental. You just can't get up there and do certain things, and and it's easy to win games when you just do certain things. But to teach these kids the game yeah. and the fundamental and what happens, is completely different.
1: I've been through that with um, youth football, and I try yeah. to help coach, and you know. I've been involved in football since I was 10 years old from every aspect and yeah. get some of these guys out there who want to run the, you know, uh, spread with kids that can't throw, catch, yeah. block. But, uh, yeah, uh, the problem is these kids, they're taught that anything aggressive is bullying. Yeah, They're taught that, you know, you can't be a little man yeah. that, and, and that you have to... Think about the other person's feelings every time.
0: Toxic masculinity and all that shit. And it's like, what kind of bullshit is that? If there's toxic masculinity, then there's toxic femininity.
1: Well, that's where we're at now.
0: Yeah. The pendulum has swung the complete
1: other way. You're you're always wrong. Not just in your own home.
0: No. (laughs) Well, I know that. So, my wife's smart. She's a genius. They all are. They all are. The good ones are. (laughs) So, yeah. So... You, uh I mean, we can go down that rabbit hole forever. Oh yeah. So, but you recently were you got a a new uh, job position, didn't you?
1: Yeah. I'm the, Congratulations
0: uh, for this, thank and you, you are the. I'm
1: the official. No, I'm not the official. What's the I'm the preferred provider of the Houston Texans. I can't say I'm the official because Methodist pays for all of the officials mm-hmm. of all the sports in Houston. But uh, I'm contract with the Texans, and I go there, um, provide sports chiropractic services. So everything I do between manipulation and movement analysis and grasping and acupuncture cupping, those kind of things. And I go there three days a week during uh, OTAs. So like tomorrow, I was there today from about 12 to 2. I'll be there tomorrow 12 to 2. And uh, so it's six hours a week. And then... Um, when OTAs are over, I'll get a little break till July, and then I'll be back up there, and I'll travel with the team um, when we go to Green Bay for the preseason game. I travel home and away games, and, and I'll be there during the season three days a week plus the, the weekend games. So it'll it's going to be a lot of fun. That's
0: awesome. So do these guys have the typical injuries that us 38-year-olds, no. or is it just complete? They beat their bodies up.
1: Right, but also one of the things that I've noticed is that you know, there's a difference between the rookie, the 23, 24 year old, and 22, 23, 24 year old, the 26 to 30, and the 30 plus. I mean, it, it's there's different problems at different ages. You know, most of what I see in my office, I've been a team uh, chiropractor for Clear Lake High School for 15 years, Dickinson for 12 years, Creek for 12 years. I don't do falls because when I started doing this, there was no springs, there was no falls. There's mm-hmm. only one of me. So yeah, I, I, Lake is my primary one. Well,
0: you're you talking about say a, no to something.
1: Yeah, you got to say no. When you talk about a 16, 17, 18 year old football player, it's much different than one who's done gone to Division one program, who most of them have had surgeries already mm-hmm. at one point somewhere. Or um, so it's yeah, it's a lot different than my normal population. Now I also see a lot of the coaches who are you know higher mm-hmm. BMI guys and, and yeah. Uh, uh, you know, a little worn worn out a little bit, but yeah, but uh, so, but the same thing goes. Getting everything moving correctly mm-hmm. at whatever age is is most important. Yeah, we see a lot of kids in, in my office that are pitchers or at softball, baseball. They just they they. Not only specialize in a position or a sport, but a position. Mm-hmm. So you're a catcher from five till eighteen. You're gonna have different problems in the pitcher. Yeah. from five to eighteen. So yeah. So the Texans' gate is pretty cool. They, uh, uh, they have a dietitian on staff, and they have a full cafeteria that everybody on the organization can eat at. And I lost seven pounds the first four weeks I was there, really, because I was eating a healthier lunch three days a week. Oh man, <laughs> so, and they have, you know, there's no, there's no bread in there. There's no sodas. There's mm. there, there's no pastas. Really, it's it's healthier food. So, right. So it's amazing what just three lunches a week can do for you. I
0: know what one lunch today did for me. So <laughs> yeah, because uh, I'm in sales, man. We're going eating. We're going eating good. Yeah. Uh, so with that nutrition basis, how important? What's your what you what are you seeing like people who are maybe following like either a the keto diet yeah. or these you know is that is that playing a big part from what you're seeing or the
1: the keto or the paleo mm-hmm. or the south beach or the whole or the third. zone or they these are fads that have basis to them mm-hmm. um, i I believe um through everything I know and, and understand this, I've only taken two nutrition classes in my training. Mm-hmm. So I have nine years to do what I do. Mm-hmm. And I've taken two nutrition classes. That let me know how much I don't know. Yeah. Interestingly, my wife has 19 years of training to do what she does. She's a medical doctor, she's had zero nutrition classes. Mm-hmm. That's normal for the medical profession. Yeah. They don't take a nutrition class. No, they do, they don't. So when they offer nutrition advice, they don't know.
0: It's so like. outdated. It, it's, it's
1: outdated. So when I was forty, when I turned forty, I came home and told my wife, "You know what? I've re- I read the paleo-, paleo diet. I was like, you know what? This makes sense to me." My minor in in college was anthropology. Mm-hmm. So, um, more of human anthropology, not everything else and uh, human anatomy, that kind of thing. And I spent the summer of 1992 in the high Arctic living with the family of Cree Indians for the summer. Really? Yeah. And, that sounds cool. Yeah, it was a little uh, town called Great Whale, or Wapamagustoy in Cree. And there was uh, it was on the Hudson Bay, and it was July, and there were icebergs going by. But there were Cree Indians, Damn. Inuit Eskimos, and French Canadians. It was about a town of about 1,000 people. You do go in by float plane. But um, the Inuits ate nothing but a meat and fat-based diet. Yeah. They were shorter people, more compact. We would call it. They have a high BMI, Mm -hmm. but they had no cancer, no diabetes, no yeah, you know, nothing. Yeah, like they didn't have sugar. Industrial, industrial processed. Yeah. So the Cree were all. It was their land, so the the French Canadians were buying up their land and putting them on in projects that. They didn't really have to work. So they were all very overweight mm-hmm. and alcoholic and everything else. It was interesting. It was interesting. I wrote my paper, and it was an opinion paper about what I witnessed there. In the, I've always been a little bit right of center, mm-hmm. and the professor was left of center, and we had a very strong disagreement about my experiences because I said this is very similar to what goes on in our country with the government yeah. subsidizing everything and the population going. You see one population... In the same city, that's flourishing. Yeah, the Inuits and the and and still in their culture, and you see the the Cree Indians losing their culture, losing their identity, Mm -hmm. social structures breaking down. So, um, I had to get that F back to at least a C (laughs) for a three credit. Should have been an A. Damn, because I wouldn't comply. (laughs) But sometimes you gotta. So back back to the back to the thing. I believe that fifteen thousand years ago we were in we were in small tribes hunting and gathering mm-hmm. and that's what we're supposed to be eating. Yeah. Meat, protein. We used to eat the whole animal, mm-hmm. not just the flesh. Yeah. We'd boil the bones and yep. make soup. And- yep. So I think that if you can follow eat what eating what it's supposed to be eating mm-hmm. is a good way, you know. There's a funny uh flow chart before what for paleo diet does, does it have a face? Yes, then you can eat it. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I think that you got to limit the calories. You got to limit the carbs. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think we're just more efficient at doing that.
0: Process. Food, and, you have to, and, to you ha,
1: and then you have to move. It's, yeah. It's, it's it's you can't just diet. You just can't just exercise. It has to be both at the same time because the thing is when you start restricting your calories, your body goes after muscle first because it's mm-hmm. easier to take down. Right. So if you're not using it, it's gonna take it down. Mm-hmm. And you can see this downward spiral in people where. They'll, they'll crash diet and lose 20 pounds, but then they'll gain 20 pounds back. Yeah. But when they crash, they lost half, half fat and half muscle.
0: Yeah. They look, they look, the people that do it, they kind of look sickly.
1: Yes. And then, and then they'll gain that 20 pounds back, but it's all fat. Yeah. But then they crash diet again, half fat, half muscle. So you see yeah, that separation. I've, I've, right. And you can see it more in women with the arms. The arms. Yeah. yeah. Damn. That they, they, they get that, they lose that muscle mass. Yeah. That muscle mass burns calories. Mm-hmm. So again, if you can increase your muscle mass,
0: that that's what people don't do. It's like these ladies that do it, where they they work out, but they are like on the elliptical. They diet hard. They right. do that, but they never pick up a weight.
1: Well, one of the yeah. gentlemen that's been coming to our little mom hit club uh, works out. He's retired. He works out a couple of times, or three or four times a week at the fitness center, and he's mm-hmm. like, I say, you know, I work out hard. And he almost threw up after one of the exercises It was 25 minutes. Yeah. Because it's not the same intensity. You're going to have a bigger intensity whenever yeah. you're doing high interval training anyway. But it's more bang for your buck, too, because we don't have two hours. Right. <laughs> like a retiree does to, uh, to do the same motions every day. It's yeah. elliptical for 25 minutes or an hour. And yeah. It, it's, you're not, it's, not a good, it's not an efficient use of your time or your mm-hmm. body. Your body will get used to whatever you're doing to it.
0: Right. And if then you got to crank it up a little more.
1: Yeah, It's
0: funny because, uh, like you said, you know your wife, a doctor, 19 years, no nutritional training. Mm -hmm. You've taken two classes. I actually had a, uh, I went for a physical a couple of years ago, do all the blood and everything like that, came back, and I had high cholesterol. And uh, I I went to, do you know Dr. Uh, Jack Jano? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I went to him. I used to be in that building. My first clinic was right there. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, so, like, I went see him, and I'll never forget, you know, when he was like, you have high cholesterol. He says, one or two things. I can give you a pill, but I don't want to. Or, you need to cut out all the bullshit.
1: <laughs> That's him.
0: That's him. That's what he's Because he was a, he's a try. he was an athlete. Yep. He was, uh, I, I don't know if he does it as much anymore, but he, he, he was... You know, a big runner, a big bi- a triathlete, I think, and all. And he says, look, let me tell you something. Lay off the sugar, lay off the bread, lay off all that other stuff. Lay off the processed food. If it tastes good, spit it out. He says, and then I was like, okay, cool. He's like, get your inflammation
1: down. Mm, absolutely.
0: And so what I did after that, I started doing research, and I'm like, okay, what to reduce inflammation and this and that. So I reached out to, have you ever heard of uh, Sean Stevenson? The model health show podcast Mm-mm. oh dude you want nutritional information listen to that guy so i reached out to him on instagram hey uh, diagnosed with high cholesterol i've listened to your podcast whereas, you know can you help me with this and then he goes okay do you have heart disease in your family no do you have, you know, about and then I start hearing about the you know, high fat diets, the the keto, all that. And he's like, Do you have a heart disease in your family? No, do you have, you know, he asked me a few questions and it was all kind of like a no, one or two yeses. He says, I would bet you a million dollars right now your body is inflamed as all hell. Mm-hmm. I go, Okay, what do I do? And he says, Read this book, Cholesterol Clarity. So, anytime anyone ever says, oh, I've got high cholesterol, it's like, Read this book. And it will, it, it breaks it down about inflammation in your body and all that stuff. Went through it a year later. I come back. I'm not as, I'm not lighter as much. So I, I might have lost like 15 pounds. But doing everything, my numbers dropped dramatically. Yep. And it was all nutritional.
1: Now, some cholesterol is familial, but. Right, right. Um, like I'm, I'm lucky that I have low cholesterol Mm -hmm. one time I had to get a a, a key man insurance uh, physical for redoing insurance policy Uh, this was not too long ago Uh, and I had the nurse come to my office and they had said fast so I fasted since you know before and they take my blood and they come back and they try to increase my rate because they said I had cancer because my cholesterol was too low (laughs) and I'm like no you got me fasting you know, yeah, you're not basing this off anything, but you know, all my yeah. numbers are fine. I'm, I'm, trust me, I don't have cancer, but uh, yeah, yeah so but... I, they, I had to call bullshit on them and they and they took it back. But back to when I turned 40, I, I, told, I read this book, I told my wife, you know, I'm cutting out pasta, I'm cutting out um, bread, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm gonna do this. And she's like, oh, caveman diet, oh, that suits you, yeah, <laughs> you know, just she's italian oh and she's a medical doctor yeah so i'm telling her no more pasta no more bread and i said and and, jake has the same issue it's not a gluten allergy it's a gluten sensitivity he's congested all the time Mm -hmm. she's all bullshit you're you're, you don't know what you're talking about it's like yeah you're right whatever so i went on this diet three weeks lost 15 pounds inflammation if you're eating stuff that's inflaming you it's chemistry Mm -hmm. yeah your body will hold more water yeah eight gallons uh, uh, eight pounds is a gallon of water. Yeah, so that's why all these diets you lose weight weight right away. Yeah, you're just that, reducing that's... inflammation. So you, you quit eating those. You quit eating the the um, the pasta. So she's like, oh, whatever. So we went to a wedding and I had this much. I had a little thing of pasta. Mm-hmm. I fought her for four days. She goes, okay, you're right. Yeah, I'm not going to ride you anymore. It took her a year to where we don't really do pasta anymore. Yeah, you know, here and there. But if I know, if I drink a regular beer. I'll pay dearly because of gluten in it. Yeah. I see, I, I see you're drinking the Ciders. Things. Really? I'm fussy, But uh, I won't be farting on my patients all day tomorrow. Well, that's I'm sure they appreciate they that. Do, they do. I
0: mean, that's. It's all part of it. And of course, you know, it's like the people that are like, I did P90X and I got in the best shape of my life. You worked out for 90 days straight. Right. Yeah. Oh, a, I love that.
1: It's a great. It's a great program. great Yeah. It, it, it you
0: followed a program you stuck right. to it oh people who do whole 30 and they don't eat any processed food or, or anything for 30 days and you yeah this shit works when you follow it now when right. you get off of it and I, I i've got my problems where i'll do it i'll be on something for a long time for a while i was doing intermittent fasting keto and all that stuff and i was dropping weight and i was feeling good i quit drinking i did all that and man i'm great and then i got back drinking right and then uh
1: but here's the thing it has to be sustainable it the is. workouts have to be realistic yeah the 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 follow-up plan has to be realistic you right. still have to enjoy your life have a cigar have, have a beer. beer yeah you know uh like i just got back from costa rica it was five days all-inclusive yeah. i i almost threw up last night at the workout oh, i had to slot i had to stop at one point um because i didn't do what i was doing
0: yeah you know that's yeah, so i just got back from a, a seven day cruise not a few weeks ago and
1: you feel like absolute dog shit after you get oh dude yeah like that. It,
0: it was it was bad i was like i need to drink more water i need to go yep. like because i can feel it like my legs my foot kind of yeah. cramps up sometimes yep. like i gotta drink
1: more water. well and you take your socks off and you're, and you're you your yeah. you can see the ring on your sock you got inflammation
0: yeah, yeah. so yeah it was a thing so uh well, congrats on the Texans thing, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, and, 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 you know,
1: the interesting thing is I, I kind of walk you through my background, and they looked at my resume, and they're like, well, you played college football. You coached college football. You've been involved in the high school sports ever since. Mm-hmm. This is a no-brainer. You, you have it from all angles. I mean, all those things that happened and all yeah. the different things, that you know, they, it, was, it was pretty cool when they go, well, you've done all these things. This is – you're exactly what we needed. So – that was a uh, pretty cool to and I, I actually called my college coach and that's before they made the announcement i said coach i finally made it to the nfl
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> he, said, he goes he laughs his name's tom herman but he's not the tom herman down here he's he's at mercier's college now but or university now but he goes, uh well that's great jack well don't fuck it up <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> coach, a true coach yeah, absolutely yeah Oh, great, man, great that's guy
0: that's awesome so so with that uh, you know wh- what's the what's the like biggest thing you see with these guys like is it just wear and tear or
1: yeah a lot of them can be very um, uh, and I don't know if you can even well the, a lot of them are very protective of themselves because <laughs> this, you know this is big money Yeah, and and and, you know it's It's livelihood. It's it's right, and what's funny seeing these guys that come in, these rookies. They're not. Most of them are not anywhere near. Mm -hmm. You get a guy who's been there four years, and you put a rookie. It looks like, uh, you know, me or you stand next to somebody who's been working out for who's done bodybuilding for four years. Yeah, I mean, it's a completely different physique. It takes them time to get transitioned into, and if they don't, if they don't listen, if they don't follow what the recommendations are, they're not going to be there because they're yeah. physically not going to be. But some of these linemen are 300 pounds. They're not 300 pounds like I see in my office. They're 300 yeah. pounds like you or I. But, yeah. You know, they're they're, they're not obese. But no. they're not... They're there's not, some big there's ass... There's not a lot of skin hanging around. Yeah. So, you know, we see um, a lot of feet, um, shoulders, mm-hmm. back pain, that kind of stuff. But... Uh, and then the, the post-surgical guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, every, every these are big people that are very fast. The biggest difference is, is the speed. Everybody's fast. Really? And they're doing blocking drills and passing drills and, and pass routes, and you know, people run into each other, and people get caught, and things get pulled. Yeah. So, and these guys are fighting for a job. Yeah, it's quick and violent. Yes. And that's, and you know, that goes back to the, the whole paleo thing, and, and, you know we are hunter gatherers, but we're also ambush predators. Mm-hmm. We're not meant to run twenty six point two miles. Mm-hmm. We're meant to attack. Yeah, it in thirty seconds and be done. That's why I think football is so popular. Yeah. compared to the visceralness of football, mm-hmm. it's so popular because it it goes to our basic instinct of ambush and attack. Yeah, you know.
0: I mean, I think the only ones are like the Kenyans or some who would yeah. chase down a lion and yeah. freaking wait yeah. for it to die of exhaustion. Yeah. That's completely different. Yeah.
1: That's not how
0: But that's also, you know, that territory, you know, around here. We're trappers, hunters, gatherers and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. you no. Know, and and speaking of that, dude, God, this gun. Yeah. So a lot of people nowadays are they're into the AR fifteens and custom builds and they're into all this uh you know you know, just buying the biggest, baddest $5,000 AR-15 and ported barrels on their, you know, Glocks and Custom ZEVs and all that shit, you have gone a different route. Well, I have those things, too. But. I mean, gee, I, yeah, I'm, 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 but dude, let's, sorry all right, guys, if you're looking for something, and, and I guess I'd kind of maybe call this a budget build, but a good all-around gun. What, what you got here, man? Let's pull this Let's thing out. Here up thing yeah, right we'll put it up on the desk here. Man, man, man. So, Damn. why don't we just. Yeah. So. I'll get a picture of this. <laughs> Let's let's do this. Oh, that's a spilled beer. Uh, he's out looking for a... Hold on, folks. We'll be right back. All right. Well, that was my fault. It's a good thing this table is like my old shop table. Nice. I was looking for a desk, and I was like, I got this table in my shop, so... I don't smell it. That beer does smell good. Honey cider. A
1: honey cider. So check that out. no gas.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> if you're on YouTube and looking at this, this looks like an AR-15. But what do we have
1: here, man? So this is a Benjamin. That's that's Benjamin got bought by Crossman a few years ago. So it's a Crossman, and um, it's a 25 caliber PCP uh armada it's called so it uh the pcp is pressurized compressed pneumatic or something like that you can pump it up by taking this cap off as a little knob you can have your tank or you can have yeah, a straight a around, a around pump it. yeah so it'll shoot about 25 shots but it's a rotary magazine so it's a bolt action so you know, there's no pumping there's no so that my original air gun that I got for a specific person, uh, or not person, but purpose, was a um, Crossman Venom Nitro. It was a 22 caliber break barrel, single action, mm-hmm. and very good, but follow-up shots were difficult. So
0: yeah. I started looking
1: somewhere else, and I saw this, I'm like, oh my, this was made for me. And this is actually, these are AR parts, you can put, they're interchangeable. So, did you have to custom... Did no, th- it come I got, a certain I got way? Or? Without, I got No bipod, no flashlight, no scope, of course, but... But
0: it came with the... The tube and everything, yeah. Okay. So, um... And all the uh, the rails and all, or...
1: Yeah, that's all part of the gun. Dang. Yeah. So, and then it shoots this...
0: We'll put a link to this in the show notes so you can see it.
1: This is a eight-shot magazine. You can get this Good. in twenty two. You can Dang. get this in, um... Uh, 177. But... This is purported to be able to shoot, it, it's 800 um, feet per second, just subsonic. This also has a built-in, at the end here, has a built-in suppressor. And what I liked about this too, the idea of this, is that didn't have to fill out a form, didn't have to get a stamp, came into my house. This would be lethal to a uh, human if it needed to be. Little baffles in the in the end. Oh look at that! that so it's suppressed, cool. so it's very quiet. For so that neighbors don't get upset.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> so would this be good for? Uh, uh,
1: Neutral might be.
0: Might be man. It,
1: up to hogs is what they what they say in coyotes. Yeah. And on top is an ATN HD three by um Day-night vision scope, built-in A- IR. Um, this thing will record videos. It'll sync to your phone. Um, they have something called one-shot zero, which is pretty cool. You put the put it up. You shoot. You might take the crosshairs where you were, where you weren't. Put it, hit it, and it's on. Damn. So it re-zeroes it for you, and it saves different from profiles. So you can take it from one gun to another. See, it's
0: got HDMI too, so you can hook up yep. an HDMI to it, and I guess watch your videos. And yeah,
1: it has SD card in it, but it'll also it'll sync with your phone or your iPad or or, or whatever and you can. Good lord, take the videos from yeah. It's it's a to me, it's a must-have.
0: <laughs>
1: so how much? What's this whole rig cost you? This uh, probably about a thousand in this. Which, but this can be taken off. Put on my AR. My right, AO8, right. So you know the air gun was a little bit. Um, it's a, little, it's a little much, but actually this is in the, in the PCP and precision air rifling world, this is an entry level. there's better, there's much better, oh damn. So in, in interesting, most of your articles, if you look at this online, are from Europe.
0: Yeah, because, because they, can't they can't have, have guns and, and but I think I've seen a YouTube video where like this farmer who would have a problem with like gophers or something like this, and this guy would come out with a gun like this and just whack them all yep. day. And it's—I'm sure the ammo is not that expensive. No, no. you know, you got so. a tin
1: of ammo of two hundred of these, these yeah. improved rounds. And those um, look
0: like ballistic tips. They are
1: ballistic tips. Oh god! Dang. So, when <laughs> eight hundred feet per second, which is about what a twenty two LR does. Yeah. So whatever a twenty two LR does, this can do, and this is accurate to 150 yards. Yeah. And powerful too. It's got a little yards.
0: bit of weight behind it, so it. Yeah. Uh, I can. To be honest, I'd buy one of these for my boy, like to start him not. off That's a starter gun. <laughs> really, it's a
1: little bit much.
0: Well, I mean, I got him a, I got him a red, red rider, rider. Yeah, yeah. But like when he starts stepping up oh, to, yeah. to practice trigger discipline yes. and shooting and stuff yeah. like that, instead of try to jump him up. I mean, I can I got a twenty two that I can probably put a bipod in the scope on yeah, and everything, but, but, but you can just do this in the backyard, yeah, with a with a catcher. Yeah. So damn. This thing looks fun.
1: Well, I I thought I could use a catcher, and I have a... I was shooting... So when I was sighting this in, it was during the day, and I... A couple of weeks ago. So I had my wife's Acura MDX. I had the seats folded down. I had it backed up all the way to the end of the driveway. And it was shooting into my garage, into my um, lab hood. Uh-huh. And I had a three-quarter-inch plywood behind it, and it wasn't enough. Dang. So I had to put two pieces there, and that was enough. Yeah. And it was oak plywood, so... <laughs> damn so yeah so i was so na- not, not to alarm the neighbors i was laying down in the back of my uh, mdx with the top up shooting into the garage so.
0: <laughs> nice like what is it they had that guy in baton rouge that was doing that in yeah. dc or yeah, something yeah, so yeah. that's cool man that's cool Well, jack man dude we are uh this has one, been one of those good conversations that just kind of go over a little bit. Yeah, it'll, it'll bit, keep but, going. If but yeah, we can keep going. So we're going to have to get you back. And I think yeah. we're going we to get a couple of guys from the hood in here and talk. And, uh, but I'm going to try and be there tomorrow Yeah, and come do a workout with y'all. Uh, hopefully I do throw up because then it'll just,
1: you know, make me want to do it a little more. It's humiliating. It, it's humbling because some of the workouts you're going to be really good at. And some of them you're not, and
0: that's what I. The need, biggest
1: man. thing is is doing things that you're not comfortable doing, because the stuff you like doing, you're good at. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: yeah, well, I'll be there. Well, man, thanks for coming by. Yep. Uh Do me a favor, tell the listeners, you know, if they're if you're in the Clear Lake, Houston area, you know, where can they find you if they're looking for a chiropractor? Uh, or
1: gatewaychiropractic.com. dot com. Okay, pretty easy. There you go. Uh Been around a long time, so.
0: Yeah, got that nice little van. Yes. And <laughs> a yeah, pretty good uh pretty good little gym setup and oh man, this gun's
1: sweet. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's go shoot this thing. All right. All right. All right, man, Jack, thanks for coming um, on the show today. Again, that is Jack Falkman with Gateway Chiropractic. Uh the preferred chiropractor for the Houston Texans and uh and one hell of a guy in this experience and discussion. We're gonna get you back on here to talk about some more stuff. And uh Guys, thank you all for tuning in and listening. If this is your first time listening, I appreciate it. Please click the subscribe button. If you're a returning listener, please share this with your friends, your family, your loved ones, or people you don't like that much if you think this sucks. So uh, please subscribe and click and rate us. Give us a five. That's how we gain traction. I don't ask for anything. I don't do sponsorships. I don't do anything like that. Uh, So please just go ahead and do that. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and if you know an old boy, a good old boy that we should have on the show, or you are a good old boy that wants to be on the show, please reach out to me. We'd love to have you on here, and
1: as always, say hi to your mom and him for me. Jack, thanks. Thank you.